everybody. Welcome back. It's the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Um, shit, I'm already losing it. Um, we're starting today with a really heavy heart. Ben and I are. Yeah, we uh, we lost a teammate. Um, way too young. Um, not the first. Won't be the last. Um, uh, great teammate for for Boston rugby. Um, great player to have. Uh, prop, so you know he's a good person. But uh, um, yeah, <laughs> one of those lethal in the loose. Uh, nicknamed Quadzilla because he was just all quads. He didn't yeah. didn't want to, never wanted to tackle him, um, even in training. No, nobody did. But you always wanted to, to share a beer with him, too. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, at the way too young age of 30. Yeah, that's that's not right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'll, I'll pull it together. <laughs> um, yeah, at the way too young age of 30. Boston lost Marcos Flagman, a um, you know just a, a pretty a, a really accomplished league player for especially on this side of the pond at least national champion yeah you know, um, national champion uh, representative with, of his home country captain uh, 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 yeah, occasionally Mexico. of the the Mexican national team mm-hmm. um, at eight where he where <laughs> at, yeah. at a position for us but but <laughs> yeah certainly capable of playing eight yeah. Um, so not 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 a silly out of position for him. No. So but obviously, yeah. you know, you don't you don't captain an international squad for no reason. The guy was was pure quality and, and gone way way too young. And that's way too young. A um, loss for, for our team, but also for the rugby world. Uh, yeah, New England New England rugby family lost a real good one here. Yeah. And it's really, really sad. Um, if you couldn't tell by my mood. Um, you know, I'm Ben and I weren't especially close to Marcos, but when you when you tried out on the pitch, you know more than a few times with a guy. Yeah, I mean, the only you have reason, right? The only reason was the the age difference. He's, I mean, considerably well, certainly than me, considerably younger than me. Yeah, for you, Um, I'm not so. So we just ran in different circles, um, but never had a problem. You know, obviously, we were whenever we hung out because we, you know, I I did go out even though I was the old one of the old men. Always, you know, just someone he wanted to be around. Yeah, he was, he was a good one, and you know, he's just, you know, and we talk about all the things that are out there right now with COVID and all, but you got to remember that there's still some other things that are affecting people, like cancer. Um, I guess he was training for the Maccabee, mm-hmm. and. Um, this, I think this happened a couple, this occurred, this started a couple years ago, but, um, obviously it's caught up to him now. Um, and he had a bruise that he had taken a pretty good shot in the leg and it never, never got better. Um, come to find out it was cancerous. So, um, he, had, he, he turned out he had bone cancer, which is just impossible to find, to find, you know, a way to get through really, um, something that deep. And it's it's absolutely flooring news to hear of somebody like this that was, you know, you know. I only remember Marcos with a smile. He never was. I never saw him angry. Even when he was angry, he was, you know, 
he wasn't he didn't look angry <laughs> um so yeah um gone way too young marco slugman 30 years old i'm gonna crack my beer and i'm not gonna say a damn thing crack one for marcos thoughts and, and condolences and and then go out to his family and um Takula one's a little tighter tonight guys mm-hmm. just a little tighter oh all right now i'll try and collect myself and um actually do a podcast here um make sure that you're obviously looking at our, our buddy the fancy rugby geek um he's uh He's going to be a good one for you all that are getting back into the prem, especially with the chaos that just uh, we that just dropped today. Um, so go get, go, right. yeah, go get him, uh, go get him a, a coffee if you would. Okay. Buy him some coffee. Yeah, um, get, we're back. TRM, uh, get your upgrades. Support the RPA from um, from some recent rumblings. I've heard that they are starting to run out of money, and one of the things that they um, they do with that money is they provide a hotline for guys to talk about like you know, mental health problems, like when they're having issues with themselves, they, they use that to go talk, talk to somebody. And um, I think that's a great thing. And I don't think uh, it should be not funded. So um, mm-hmm. support the RPA as best you can with that. Um, as always, Black Lives Matter with this with us here. Um, it's, uh, it, it just, it's not going anywhere. We, we need to, we need equality and we need um, to recognize uh, the problems that uh, we face in this world, not just here in America, in the world, right. uh, with racial inequality. So we're going to keep talking about it till we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah, hopefully, sooner than later would be preferable, but I'm not sure that's going to going to be the case. But we'd take it either way. Hmm. Oh, all right. Um, new cycle. Uh, Leicester and Newcastle is off. The Tigers have forfeited because they've. Had a couple cases pop positive, but the contact tracing was the big problem. Mm, um, they just couldn't. Way too many team. close contacts. Yeah. Way too many close contacts, so they could not feel the team. Um, How is this so much more of a problem this year than it was last year? Like, we didn't see any any troubles until until sale. Yeah. Yeah. No. no really? No kidding. Um, and then all of a sudden now we've had multiple cancellations and mm. um, two teams pop off for just out of the blue yeah well maybe not one so much out of the blue they were just stupid yeah um, but it was um yeah i don't know it it's um it, i i do know that england is getting ravaged by a new form of the virus which is not good right um sounds like it, it spreads quicker and just the signs show up a little faster and just you know it just decimates people so um, yeah, <laughs> let's uh, continue to, and you know, things are obviously oh, yeah, I'm in chaos. Indoors. I'll see you in five years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know about to become a hobbit here, uh, or hermit, excuse me. Um, Same difference. 
So, and curiously, um, the the match has been decided that it'll be five points to Newcastle, but two hmm. bonus points to Leicester, from what I heard. And I don't know how that works, and I don't know why that's the way it is. That makes I, nearly no sense to me. No. Um, maybe, I don't know, because we've, you know, Leicester have been a possible relegation issue, and maybe that's that's what they're trying to do is make it not automatic relegation just because you got you had a couple guys pop sick mm-hmm. um yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure know. i'm sure I, this will be talked about at the end of the year if they're right. in the scrap which right. they likely will be um so we'll see um singles jack singleton is staying at king's home and honestly i'm not surprised at all no really i don't blame not. him either I don't either. Like he's going to be the likelihood of it was he was going to be behind Jamie George for at least a few more years. Yeah. (laughs) You know, basically the entirety of his career, if he stayed at Saracens and now I loved having him and, you know, sad, we only got a season out of him, not even, Uh, but yeah, he, he belongs there. You know, he's going to have the best shot at his, for his career Mm -hmm. overall playing for a club like Gloucester and that's where he should stay. So I'm not sad about it. I'm happy for him. He's going to, he, he's going to be their shoe in starter nine out of 10 weeks, mm-hmm. you know? So I have no, I have zero issues with that. It, it works out for, for everybody. So mm-hmm. absolutely. It's, it's in the best interest of everybody. So let it, let's let it happen. That, that's mm-hmm. good. Zero argument out of me. Um, oh God. Yeah. You know, I'm talk about mental health issues and, and things that are out there and you know we talked about cipriani and the really rough year year at 18 months he's had and we got people that are taking shots at him um i mean two complete helmets that ben and i don't like <laughs> yeah i mean but it's the kind of guys you expect to i mean the, the reason that we don't like them is because they're the kind of guys who take pot shots at people on their way out the door mm. um and that's pretty low class so yeah, Cipriani's he left Gloucester with an immediate effect. He wasn't a good fit there. Um, and he hasn't seemed to to find a really a good fit, you know, in, in the Prem where 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 he's you know, wherever he's been, it's just not working out. And to have that be like, oh, that's all him. No, he's he is when he's on his game, he's one of the best in the world. And that still holds true. And mm. it's just that that he Either the you know the players he's with is not a fit, but it has nothing to it doesn't reflect on him. I don't think any more than Lima Sepuaga's complete inability to fit in in wasps is a reflection on Lima. Like nobody, nobody's like oh Lima's just a really shit ten because he can't play at wasps, um, and he can't even he's not really fitting in at, at fifteen either. And everybody knows it, but but nobody's really making too big a deal of it because they know he's just a great player and it's just a bad fit. But for some reason, Cipriani doesn't get anywhere near that level of, um, like respect. Mm-hmm. It's bas- it's common. It's just common respect, really, is what it is. Yeah, and it's it's um, yeah, and you know, and people will say, "Well, Cipriani did this, and Cipriani did that." You know, he he okay. Name the last time that one of you all out there, especially because we're talking about like the time he went and got himself hammered and then he went and got himself <laughs> put in the back of a car. Um, mm. Like, 
name a time that you didn't that you went out and got smash got on the smash and didn't get yourself in t- just a tiny bit of trouble <laughs> you know like we've all done it like mm-hmm. maybe we didn't get arrested sometimes we probably should have been mm. <laughs> you know just leave it be you know did he did he say something stupid when he was shit-faced of course he did yeah I say stupid shit when I'm ha- hammered all the time. Let's be real. You know, <laughs> well, we both say stupid shit while we're sober. So. Yeah, that too. Exactly. <laughs> precisely, sir. Precisely. So, you know, just yeah, ease off on the guy. And, you know, th- th- these aren't two people that I, I particularly care about. So um, I do just want to kind of call them out, call, call it as they are and just mm-hmm. tell them to go fuck themselves, really. Right. So that's that's that. Because we yeah, we've seen and especially the oh, he didn't have what it takes to to play an international level it's like that's wait wait whoa, whoa, hold on hold on that's that's suddenly that means you suck now i know like <laughs> like you got it you got a cup of coffee with an international team and and the coach didn't like you and not that you, you were a good you know weren't a good enough player it's that there was just a personal thing that's not that happens all that the fucking time yeah, that's no why shit. guys don't get selected that's right. just you know who should be selected it, it happens yeah um, just no. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's the worst thing you have to about say Eddie about Jones. the guy. Yeah, you know? that too. Yeah. I mean, Just, we talked about that. We'll talk about that in, I think, one of our first matches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where we had a commentary from 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 an Eddie Jones uh, axe recipient. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We did, and that was that was that was pretty good. Um, so yeah, and then obviously we you know we we referenced the COVID cancellations in. Um, the premiership, mm. but there was plenty this past weekend too that ravaged the whole thing. And thanks, um, Exeter. You know, Exeter and uh, Exeter Bath, um, Scarlets and Glasgow's matches were all mm-hmm. uh, canceled. Scarlets, um, actually, curiously, Scarlets in Toulon was not directly from COVID, but it kind of was because. Mm-hmm. It's, long, it's no a doubt. tough that's a, this is probably the toughest scenario to have to kind of figure out exactly mm-hmm. and what the punishment is or what the decision is is not straightforward um toulon left wales and went back to france because they were concerned um that the welsh team did not have did not have enough players or would we're going to get them sick certainly valid um you know and, and and I'm not saying the EPCR are, you know, immune to making bad decisions, but they made the decision that this was going to go forward. And for whatever reason, they've get, they have been given all the all the confirmation that they needed to say yes, this match can go ahead. And I don't know what it takes in that situation. So maybe yeah. there's some gray area that needs to be defined that Toulon weren't comfortable with. And okay, but you yeah. have to know the consequences that you're doing. Well, well, they and they did that. They, Toulon even said at the time their their um, their mess their statement was something along the lines of, "We'll take whatever the punishment is. Uh, we're, we this is not safe. We're not. We don't feel as comfortable doing it, so we're just not going to do it. We'll take the punishment." So, hey, good on that. You know, we we've that's been a, a discussion point recently of, of people taking punishment um, that they say they deserve, and then suddenly flipping it and too long to their credit didn't didn't pull in argentina and and <laughs> um yeah. they they've decided that no they'll, they'll they'll take this and live with it and they'll have to fight harder in the next two couple rounds yeah 
So we'll see how that goes. Um, but on them, I feel terrible for for Glasgow though, who apparently yeah, they did nothing action. wrong. They may take action against Exeter um, because <laughs> I mean, Exeter was like so flaunted the the protocols mm-hmm. um, by by interacting with fans. What the fuck? I mean, that's that's just wasn't yeah. their best decision. No, terrible decision, and um, you know, obviously. Yeah, I- Completely selfish and yes. Exeter. Yes, bad decision on Exeter. In terms of the result of it, I'm not sure Glasgow were going to put up a ton of a fight against Leon. No, they weren't. But it you just know. sucks to have that taken out of their hands. Oh, I, I told it, and they wanted to play the match, and mm-hmm. you know, the, all all of that good stuff. And you know, every Glasgow Warriors fan wanted to watch the match, of course. So yeah, they wanted you know. to get the watch them get their ass kicked. <laughs> but they want to watch goes, it man. happen. They don't want it just to be happen in a back room somewhere. Right, and then um, obviously Bath were on the other end of the Scarlets match, so mm-hmm. they also um, had had their match against La Rochelle uh, forfeited. So La Rochelle won with a bonus point. So it was, and then Toulouse got the upper hand of Exeter, and mm. um, in in that pool, especially that that, that mm-hmm. being kind of the more relevant thing in this. And as we go through the the rest of the round here, we'll we'll talk about it. But oof, um, that's a big thing right there. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's a really big thing. Gigs Exeter, the way they, the way they looked, um, just simply unbeatable. And so to, to have a loss and to have a, the, the full, tw- you know, the twenty-eight nothing mm. points against, they're only fifteen. They're only fourteen points to the positive now. Mm. You know, which is it's, pretty it's, crazy. Yeah. Shoo. Um, be interesting how this goes. Uh, we'll go through and touch on some matches. And then we'll um, and then and then we'll kind of dive into a few of the more interesting ones of the weekend. Um, we'll, we'll we'll start with Wasp Montpellier. Um, not to say that it wasn't worth you know noting or uh, the watch because it was to a point, um, but an early red card kind of ruined things. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Moment. And it was there was no it was decision appropriate. Made. There was no Nothing decision to be do. made, really. Yeah. He wasn't it was everything was dangerous about it. He wasn't even looking at what he was hitting. Mm-hmm. So just every painting though the entire picture he painted for the referees was please give me a red card. And, <laughs> and they obliged. And and Andrew Brace had no problem giving that out. So yeah. good on Brace for picking that up and shame on the people that are tra- trying to get super clickbaity headlines with that one too. Like I think it was Randy right. no. Pass that was doing it. Like, uh, come on, man, what are you doing? Especially, we're just talking about concussions, and now you're going to look at like you're going to you're going to stand for that, like right really decision, right decision all around. Yeah, get out of here. Um, and yeah, so Montpellier hung around a little bit. Alex Lazowski was um mm-hmm. was trying to do his best to lead that that crew forward, and um wasn't a whole lot to lead forward, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> you know that was a that was a that was a tough crew to have to lead, lead forward against a pretty decent was outfit and you know and they have this the, guy youth, named, the youth on that wasp side that yeah just... i mean they have this kid named alfie barbary if you haven't heard of him by now then what rock you've been under yeah uh, it's it's like i keep i keep uh t- telling my wife about him I'm like yeah you, you know, he's just amazing like he never he never doesn't show up like every time he's on the field he could be on for 20 minutes and he owns the game Mm-hmm. for that 20 minutes and uh yeah he didn't disappoint there um nope. in this match he just he was everywhere yes he was 
Uh, he was very um, good. Atkinson, but then you look at the, the other again the young kids, the Atkinsons, uh, Will Porter, Porter, yeah, the they both played extremely well for their first real, real, real serious run out um, in this competition. Mm-hmm. You know, and good on them, and you know you can see you can see some good things going on with the 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 halfback room and the, and the fly half room mm-hmm. um, with that with that team. So uh, lost rightfully uh, on ten points. Uh, going going forward here, so good on them. Um, Sale Edinburgh wasn't a classic until Edinburgh just <laughs> drove them into the ground. Really, yeah. I only caught the last few minutes of it and mm. decided I wasn't going to watch anymore. But oh, um, right, totally. <laughs> but Edinburgh, uh, from what I saw, was extremely impressive and just killing that that like just killing the clock, ending the game after mm-hmm. they'd taken the lead. Um. That's you know just really taking it out of sales hands. Yeah. Um like they didn't touch the, the ball. I don't think sale touched the ball in the last five minutes of the match. And that's yeah, that's rarely, how you win a game. Rarely. Really wasn't much. Um so the yeah, these this is a this is a decent Edinburgh out, outfit here that um don't always win them pretty, but mm-hmm. uh when they want to win them, they'll do it. So good on those boys and Getting getting a that's a big turn of events for them too up in Scotland because yeah. uh, their Pro 14 campaign is not going well from uh, by all, by many accounts so that's a that's a good turning point for them for sure yeah, needed win oh yeah absolutely and then uh, match around the same time uh, Bordeaux and and Dragons and oh boy I mean not much of a match they were they were talking about you know they were talking about it in the broadcast and. You know, there, there's a lot to like about dragons and the what they're doing, but it's just at the very infancy mm-hmm. of, of of the beginnings, and it's just really hard to watch them right now. Which and, is well, and right now they're missing so many guys, so mm. it's like almost like their B team. It's not really fair. No, yeah, they're you know they had a lot of injuries coming in, then they had their mm-hmm. their fly half drop late as well, uh, which was very unhelpful, obviously. <laughs> Um, Jamie Roberts was not in the lineup either, and he no. he provided um, at least that 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 good old forward ball that you needed every once in a while. You need to get over the the gain line now and again, and uh, so yeah, not helpful at all. Um, one bright spot for the Dragons: Tompkins got over. <laughs> right. Good on him as usual. You know, we, if you uh, if you can count on anything, it's it's Tompkins going to find the line. <laughs> and I I don't know who was playing or you know whose boots santiago crutero was wearing anyway but i didn't recognize him at first uh but certainly recognized him scoring three tries yeah three tries is, is very santiago cordero-esque yeah uh <laughs> he, he wore muted shoes just just the the same color you know kind of powdery blues kind of match the uniform maybe maybe his other ones got destroyed or something oh, i don't know but uh <laughs> he, he ran like he was uh wearing the the bright mismatched ones anyway he's quite good um, he's very good you know and we talked about the the youth that that France possesses right now as well, and you know you, we talk about Intimac and we talk about Boutier and Ramos, but you know Jelly Bear is and 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 you know another guy that plays for Leon um, Carbonell, not Leon, excuse me, Toulon. Um, great youth in that ten shirt for France, and Jelly Bear is definitely one of those guys that's worth the topic. He is uh, over uh, there. So it, like that's they just have such a good problem to have i mean like you know they're going to go with intimac because he's the best of them but i mean that you know that just 
that whole crew is yeah. just it's a lot of talent nasty. right there and and how you how you get it all in the field is the other thing like you can't necessarily get it all in the field because you don't want to play that many guys out of position no like ramos can play fullback he could play 10 right and Tamat can play center if he needs to mm-hmm. but you know so if you can get three of them on the field that's probably your max you don't want to try and stick another one at 13 right you know? no not really because so. but because you want you do want like a, a, a runner Mm-hmm. Somewhere you want somebody there, that can put the runner. gas down, yeah. and not that not that any of them can't, because um, they all. Oh, can. we've seen some of them do it. <laughs> Jelly Bear did it the right. other day. <laughs> um, but from different, it's not, it's not the same when no. you're when you're at 13 as when you're maybe following a line inside line or something, or mm-hmm. or taking a loop pass, you know, pass and absolutely right. Different different kind of runner than a than a 10 runner. Mm-hmm. And then um, last match, we're just going to touch on. You know, Rossing got a scare last week, but they turned on the Jets this week. Woo, just an absolute tonking of Harlequins. Just oh Harlequins okay. <laughs> oh man, they got bent over. That was Hard. not good. And you know, they 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 fronted up for about 10, 15 minutes, and then Rossing just took over. And yeah. it was just oh Machino was brilliant off the tee. Um yeah, and all the guys that you that you don't want to score for for Rousing if you're Quinns scored Zebo Toma mm-hmm. Tofu like nope not good not good uh, <laughs> nope. Toma just hit, hit, the first try Toma scored just he just decided I'm scoring took the ball and just went around the corner himself and that is the bazil- ability he possesses which is also why he's kind of a headache because you see the games where he sucks and you're like how is he this bad and why is he still playing. But you see that, and you're like, mm, I guess I know why he's playing. Because yeah. if you get the good one, you get the good one. Yeah, it's it's worth the price of admission, 100%. Um, so it's, yeah, just, oh, absolute talking. Finn Russell just pulling the strings left and right, and got his replacement, even got to try Francois Trinduk. Mm. <laughs> it's just, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a bad day uh, at the stoop for, for Quinns, and Rossing are flying high. As as we'd expect, mm. um, I said it to you, but I don't think I've actually said it publicly. Uh, I think that there's two teams in this pool. I think that are going to meet in the final is Toulouse and Rossing, depending on how things shake out. I think it'll be a, it'll be those two. Certainly, one of them is making it to the final, but I think it'll be both of them. Um, Rossing will finally come good, and Toulouse are just coming to that that peak uh, uh, that the, you know you, you saw it the first year uh, a couple years ago where they were, they were back. This is like, oh, this is the Toulouse team that we loved. And then last year, we saw another excellent Toulouse team, and they were just that bit better. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I think you're just going to see – I mean, we've already seen Colbe just yeah. <laughs> light up the world. <laughs> he, it's, he's worth it's it. It's super disappointing that we didn't get to see them this weekend. Again, yeah, exactly. Because like, that that match would have been just oh, something the, else. I, I mean, hopefully we get it on the back end here. This will be the yeah. – this will be the unfortunately this is you know Toulouse having to go to Sandy Park, but and they've been there once or twice already, so mm-hmm. not their favorite place at this point, but that's how it is. Um, all right, so let's get into uh Leinster and Northampton. It sounded like it was gonna be an absolute shit show, but mm-hmm. Northampton's youngsters didn't do too bad. You know, the for the guys that were playing out of position and guys that were that had do not have a lot of experience in this competition. Um, did them put a few guys put their hand up? So I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. 
but this wasn't the this yeah, wasn't they, an amazing game. <laughs> no, not so much. I mean, it, it was really the so in the uh, in American football, there's a new th- thing that the coaches are doing in recent years where they're trying to make it so that they get the last possession at the end of the first half and the first possession at the beginning of the second, so they can score on you know on the back mm-hmm. end of the first half and the front end of the second half, and really two scores in, in minutes of gameplay are, are huge. Um, and Leinster did that. The, you know, Dave Carney um, had that that uh, dive over uh, with it off the chip, and then James Gibson Park off the scrum uh, to open the second half. That was it. You know, that was a what either twelve to four, fourteen point swing. I can't remember if they, they converted, time, yeah. but that's that's huge within a couple minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really is what what killed it for. Um, for Northampton. I think they thought they had a shot. And then that was really the, the dagger that was like, we're just not going to beat this team. No. Yeah. It was um, kind of like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, Oh, well we gave it our best shot, but, but mm-hmm. not today. And then you just have, have to wait for the knife to twist their next 30 minutes of game. Play. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and, you know, um, talk about teams that have some youth and have some depth at 10, you know, once they don't have Johnny Sexton, they don't, and right now they don't need him. <laughs> they really don't. You know, he, he can take his time their, coming back. They were on their third fly half, I guess, because what they're, they're, well, it was going to be Harry with... Byrne, who is Ross right. Byrne's younger brother. And that is, okay. that would have been their third choice, but he dropped late. And so Ross Byrne got the start. So he's been the one that's starting mm-hmm. all along. And he's even got a couple of island caps to go along with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's good to go. <laughs> Not so bad. So it's a, it was a, in the end, it was a bit of a cakewalk for Leinster, but the, but I, I just wanted to give Northampton a little bit of props because they had some guys um, that could have just laid down and, the, and they did not. And Tom James got himself over the line. And so. uh, yeah. And that stupid, stupid scrum call on their own five meter line. Um, Why? Why Waller? Why? What are you doing? Clear it. Uh, get the ball away from I'm, your line. <laughs> I'm calling your brother and making sure he thumps you next time he sees you. Like what is right. wrong with you? <laughs> Make sure, Ethan. Make sure you give Alex a good whack when you see him at Christmas. Okay, okay. This is why you don't make props captain. They <laughs> want to scrum. They just want to scrum. <laughs> Sometimes it's not a great idea. Hooker, yeah. not so bad. Prop. Uh. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> oh man, it's a terrible idea. Um, and then King King's home. What entertainment? This is the stuff we've been waiting for for from Gloucester, really, but just. From King's Home itself, like mm-hmm. ugh, we just haven't had this type of match yet, and that was great. No, I it just and that was if I recall, this was one of the ones with the crowd, right? Yes. Um, so yes. fairly loud. Um, they were, and they were in full voice. They were uh, just a fun, fun experience to to have the crowd back in some of these, um, and just a better ending to like. Mm-hmm. How could you? Oh, uh, Gloucester, like you said, they've been struggling. They've been been fighting, um, trying to get, get something positive. Um, mm-hmm. and, and here they, they go and they, you know, come back and, and win here. Um, mm-hmm. again, I, every opportunity to, to kind of lay down to an Ulster team. That's quite quality. Very, very, very. Uh, and, and boom, Gloucester come back and, and take care of business. Yeah. It, and it was, you know, it was the John Cooney show for a little while. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and I mean, the guy's pretty good. If you haven't noticed um andy farrell if you haven't noticed john cooney that guy that guy's really good 
So I would I would pick him come February. Just 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 a thought. Yeah, I I like I like Murray. Um, but Cooney can do more right now. Right. Like Cooney is is a is a threat every time he touches the ball. Um, and he can he can box kick too. Maybe he's not as deadly as Murray is with that, but yeah, Murray can put it on a sixpence. That's for sure. He's he's quite good at that. Um, but and you know let's. Yeah, I think the one thing that needs to be talked about, and and you and I noted it, the very poor job of Ulster capitalizing on, or Gloucester capitalizing on that double, that double yellow. I was just Mm -hmm. like, how did, how did they not get more? Like, (laughs) it was poorly managed. It was really poorly managed. So how they got, they, you know, Ulster were lucky to not concede and be behind even before they ended up losing, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then George Barton, stand up. You're you've now been written into Gloucester folklore, sir. <laughs> yep, <laughs> not bad, kid. <laughs> yeah, way to take, get that knock that out early, and, and 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 now everything else is uh, you know, either it's either oh yeah, he's really good. He, he remember when he did this, or and and that'll just be part of it, or it'll be oh yeah, you know, we'll always wonder what might have been because he did this. But <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um. <laughs> The two centers for Gloucester definitely kind of took over this game between Atkinson and Harris. And, well, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Toltries is great. This is this is still an excellent center partnership and that most people would kill for. You know, Atkinson and Harris both have an ability to get loose and either offload or make, just make something happen. And I think most people would kill for that in the middle. <laughs> You know? They would, and it's just it. It continues to amaze me how Chris Harris can do these some of these things at Gloucester, and it's not just. It's not just that he's at a lower level here, because he's playing basically the same people he's playing when he's playing with quite Scotland a, quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know the difference is that he's just being used appropriately here. You know yeah. the, the, that Gloucester use him to 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 run at gaps and and find them for him. Um, he, can, he just makes people miss too. And yeah. that's just like, that's a, that's a special ability that he has. That's not a, that's not a nothing thing. And and you and I both noted the last time that we both watched a Scotland match, like he was without a doubt, the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just how, that's who he is. And he's a little underrated because he's not, you know, he doesn't play, he doesn't do enough flash. And mm-hmm. that's really unfortunate because, you know, he does everything that he's supposed to do right, yeah. plus more. Well, it's not, he's never asked to do it, right? They don't, they don't run, you know, two pass, like multi passes through the centers mm-hmm. at, at, at Scotland. That's just not what they do. No. So, so he never gets the opportunity to run in space there. So, yeah, they're not going to appreciate what he can, everything that he can do right. if you don't watch him at, you know, on a club that actually knows how to use him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite, quite good. The boy is. Um, so yeah, the, the cherry and whites get over and it was, <laughs> it was elation at King's home and mm. can't say I was sad for it. It was pretty cool. It was yeah. Fun game to, it was fun match to watch just the same. All right. And then we got ourselves some Claremont action in my, this is this is the French team. This is what the French team's concerns are always. They find a way to bottle a match they should win. I'm so did. mad at this match. I know you are. You were extremely grumpy I, I, at I, this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, Munster. I mean, 
fuck they they were they were kicking penalty kicks in the second half if i'm not mistaken they were quite a bit of them at that and they still won against tries it was a try try match versus or a try versus a penalty kick and the penalty kicks win after you know because well claremont just stopped scoring at half yeah um they they said okay we're good yeah (laughs) it was 28 to 30 or something 25th minute they, they had 28 points claremont did it's ridiculous. And then they didn't score for the remaining 53 minutes of the match. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Apart from a pen. Yeah. That, that yeah, just absolute bonkers. And, and, you know, those first 25 odd minutes, they definitely looked like they were the better side. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Slamani just folded. Was it Wisterly up? And <laughs> I believe David Flatman said, introduced him to his colon. I was just like, yeah, that is uncomfortable. <laughs> I've been in some, uncom- some uncomfortable places as a prop. And I've been in something, something like that, but never that bad. That was bad. bad. <laughs> that never was bad. that bad. <laughs> I mean, Slamani is very good, obviously, but I was just like, that looks yeah. extremely well, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. A heavy no thank you on that. Yeah. As, as, as a prop, you laugh at those because it's not you. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, thank Christ, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm only laughing because I, I'm so thankful it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Watching that's... him just get eaten. I was just like, dude, he just got put in a box. Like, yeah. that was bad. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you, I mean, in, you know, that was the stage at which. Claremont were dominating as mm-hmm. well. So and then and to Wichley's credit, he responded and played ended up playing an excellent match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then if there's a talisman on Munster, it's gotta be CJ Standard, no? He's 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 okay. Yeah, and he and he stood up. He yeah, stood up when the team needed him the most. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to say otherwise. And and this is in Hanrahan's a stand-in right now. We all know this. Um, they would prefer to have Carberry. Carberry's having number of issues right now. That yeah. you know, that's that's an injury problem, and it happens sometimes. Um, so it's it's been very good for for Henry Hand to at least you know steady the ship, as it were. Mm-hmm. And he's done a really he's done a really good job. And and it's just it, it has to be noted what a letdown it was for Claremont. It really was. And just yeah, they started I mean, being Matsushima, super ill-disciplined. Yeah, and Matsushima didn't – he barely played. It he seemed. disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared. Uh, like, I don't understand how that can happen. I don't either. Um, like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, it was really – yeah, it's just really disappointing from, from Claremont. You know, this is – They'll they'll rue this. They'll rue the shit out of this. Because now they got to go. Now they got to go to Toman, which is not a cakewalk. And I think they just thought that they had the game won. They went to sleep on themselves because they're like, yeah, we're 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 ahead of the scoreboard or we're ahead of the time, so Mm -hmm. we're good. We'll just we'll just score. Don't worry about it. No, they they lost the urgency, and and that's Mm -hmm. that's what killed them. Absolutely. And then. The uh, the last match of the weekend, the Never Say Die Connick just gave it their all, but Bristol has so much quality. Again, another club that they put went against with bags of quality, and you know you can't say otherwise, honestly. Um, but I mean, good on Connick for never never quitting. But this was it, you were waiting for Bristol to take over this match. You really were, yeah. And right, because they they had the opportunities. 
um, starting early. They, they, they just weren't finishing. Um, but you know, when you're, when you're watching a team like Bristol, that's what you're watching for. If they get the, the, the little line breaks in the first half, that's, or that's going to become the Piers O'Connor just trucking, mm-hmm. you know, what 50, 60 meters through the defense yeah. untouched, um, in the second half. Um, and then of course, Owen Lloyd, cause of course Owen Lloyd scores. Cause that's what yeah, he does. That's what he does. Like, Oh, Owen Lloyd, Owen Lloyd, Owen Lloyd. Yeah. Just, just, Put down for a minute and, and oh, yeah, right. over right. under done. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When did he come on? He was on. He started. Oh, he, he started. Okay. So yeah, he right. came on because Leua went to the bench because he was. That's right. He picked up a slight problem in the warm up, and they were hoping that he'd be okay mm-hmm. later on in in the match, and he did end up coming on, but not for very long. So mm-hmm. um, Nalago, unfortunately, didn't really do a whole lot. No, um, I think he's still finding his feet. So yeah, he's still trying to a little time, but right, especially in attack defense from from league is is a fairly easy transition. Mm. It's the uh, um, where it's certainly easier than than an attack um, mm-hmm. where you're expected to you know to keep moving over <laughs> several phases. Yeah, rather than just yeah. one attack per series. Right, just a little bit different. So it was uh, it was. You know, Bristol were good value for the win, for sure. Mm-hmm. No question about that. It's um, it's gonna be very interesting to see where they go from here. They're they're on track, um, and you know, it really puts the pool stages at a very interesting spot because we talked about who's you know who could go through and who hasn't. Right now, in Pool B, if you have less than, if you if you're Ulster or anybody lower, you're probably screwed. Um, yeah, at this point. And really, Exeter and Gloucester are up against it. They are. You know, Munster, with, here's the thing that saves them. Munster didn't get a bonus point on either win. So that fourth spot is ripe for the taking if one of those four, one of these other four teams, Claremont, um, Bristol, Exeter, or Gloucester, can take it by the scruff of the neck. But they're going to have to put in good performances both matches and yeah. probably get those um, points. It's going to be interesting because Bristol. So because Bristol, um, they barely Con- lost their first match, right? It was it was not a barely loss, but um, they played quite well against Claremont. So yeah. we'll see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they just kind of got they, they got kind of overpowered. That's right. Yeah, they got. They, it was a track race and thirteen point uh, win, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's still p- potential for Bristol to get you know, two, two wins out of this. And they, I guess that would be a bonus point win if they're, they're winning both these men next matches. Um, yep. So it's not just that, that chiefs have to worry about all, you know, and you know, all of the teams and they have to worry about any of them. Right. So yeah. they have to worry about six teams, not just like two or three. Right. So I think Claremont fall off this because I don't think they can beat Munster in uh, Tillman. That's, that's a tough task that yeah. we we've, we've, Nobody beat Munster at Toman, even in that tough pool that the Saracens were in last year. You know, there was a draw from Rousing, which was the most points somebody is going to get out of that team ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't, I think, I think, Claire, I think Claremont are kind of out of this now, which is really disappointing. You know, so they'll fall off, they'll fall off and get max of 11, but I don't think 11 is getting it over the line. So, um, well, yeah. like, Connacht play Bristol and then. Yeah, awesome. so they're they're out. They're fucking out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Connacht are out. So that's that's nothing. That's nothing. Um, Bristol 
play. You know, so here's the here's the upside. If Claremont get almost nothing or nothing from that match at Toman, they might name a really eh side against Bristol for the return mat at right. Rochelle Michelin. And that just, gives Bristol yeah. hope. Right. And they could, okay. so uh, okay. you could see, I could see them getting 10. So that puts, that puts anybody that can't get 16 out. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, wouldn't you rather have Bristol in the, the next round than Exeter? Like, you gotta uh, start thinking about that, that yeah. kind of strategically. So if, yeah. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're anybody else, you're like, please, Bristol, win both, win yeah. both with those points, and you can, you know, you can shunt Exeter at the very least, you know, because Exeter are are stuck on a max of fifteen, right? So that'll be very interesting. So um, I think we can pen, not pen, pencil in, uh, Rossing and Toulouse, and probably on, probably on as well. Because um, Leon are going to play Glasgow in the return mm-hmm. match uh, in France. So in France, and yeah, Ooh, good luck. Better, so next, <laughs> so there's that, and then Pool A is uh, <laughs> definitely a bit of a crapshoot as well. There's one, two, there's three five. teams on nine. There's so. five. There's five undefeated teams. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it'll yeah. be interesting. We'll see how this goes. You know, so. Toulon are definitely not out of it yet. Edinburgh are never, definitely not out of it yet. Anybody below that, forget it. They're, they're done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's ones and zeros. They're, ones and out. zeros, you're out. <laughs> Bye. Binary it. at that point. You are out. Um, not in, you're out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think Edinburgh can maybe get a bonus point in at, at Murrayfield against Sale next month. We'll see. Sales defense is still a pain in the ass to get through. Yeah, so right, um, and maybe Sale will have gotten a little bit, uh, you know, their their legs under them. First off, they might have Dan Dupree back. Um, help. They might have, yeah, it's just having some players back would help, and then um, getting getting some time under their coach more than like what three days mm, before yeah, the, not the much first for, match. Not much um, for the first one here, right? So we'll see. I'm, sh- I I would be willing to bet the farm that Toulon are going to come hard and heavy with this match against Scarlet's on the back end here. So I would put, you know, if they can get that done, then mm-hmm. okay, they have a shot at getting a knockout and Scarlet's are out. But if if the, if that if that doesn't happen, then yeah, too long unfortunately their their return to the top tier of Europe is going to be a short lived mm-hmm. one, unfortunately. Um I think we can pencil Leinster and Wasp in. Uh, once yeah, they have Northampton on the back end, and then they are playing. Um, why am I spacing on this? Montpellier. Yeah. So put them down for 19 yeah. at minimum. Right. So they're over. Uh, and Wasps, really, like they're also playing Montpellier and Dragons. Yeah. And it's still the same that Dragon. Well, maybe at that point, Dragons will have some of their players back. Might be a little bit different. It'll be at the Rico, though. Which is also a little bit different. So, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bordeaux, you know, in France against Northampton, I don't see them getting at least getting less than five. Right. You know, not the not not the freaking thumping they just put on dragons. So, uh, yeah, it really comes down to what. It, so here's the here's the best match of this pool that could potentially happen is La Rochelle and Edinburgh in the last mat, pool match. It'll be in France. 
Oh, nice. So we'll see how this yeah. goes and what that looks like. Um, if Edinburgh, you know, can get five against Sale at Murrayfield and La Rochelle do the business against Bath at the Rec, okay, we might have ourselves a hell of a finish here. And, and here's something interesting right now. The difference between four and five is literally one point. Mm-hmm. The point differential is uh, La Rochelle are 33 points and Scarlet's are 32. 32. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> so um, I'm guessing that's bonus that, that these uh, that that point differential is going to be what, what mm-hmm. decides. Yeah. The, so they're going to go for every point they can possibly get in these match. It's going to be fun. So yeah, should be make, make for very fun things. Maybe that's what we watch with episode 100. Oh, maybe that'd be good. So it'll be very interesting. Um, let's do the Champions re- recap. Oh boy, oh boy, going all I mean, right for me. The chaos of obviously all the, about. all the buys. Yeah, um, certainly sent people into a bit of a tizzy. Um, <laughs> eh, poor Mark. Poor, poor Mark. Oh yeah, he played Illman and got had to eat that red card. Um, had Harry Byrne in his lineup and he got dropped. Mm-hmm. And then Lennon, which is the one that got the yellow card as well, yeah. I believe. Oh man, just wasn't happening. And unfortunately, I know the pain of having Faf de Cleric as as your scrum half. Yeah, it's, it's not, not good. It's not it's good. Not <laughs> and he had the Ulster front row that ate at least one yellow card, so that's mm. not great either. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, just just a rough day, you know. Only one player on his lineup with above uh, two, actually. Um, Raka and Boros, mm. sixteen odd apiece, but yeah. it just was not going to be enough to get over the line in this one. Um, but the score lines look like um, George picks up his first win in uh, in FRD play. Uh, nice. Finally, over Carrick, one forty two and one hundred nine. Uh, Anton smashed poor Mark. Uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, 130 to one to 130 to 35. Yee. <laughs> uh, Duncan got, got me 131 to 115. And uh, Ben was able to take care of Justin, who's a, definitely going to be a threat um, going forward. So that's only helpful for everybody in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. 147 to 114. Good, good number put up by, by Justin. Just he went up against the, the, the top score of the week, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Um, bad luck on on that end. Absolutely, just yeah, wasn't a bad wasn't a bad bit considering he had to kind of rejig and rejig and rejig. A as, lot of people, yeah, as I, the rest I, of us did, obviously. Um, yeah, I was pretty fortunate that um, I didn't have to do too much. Um, some of the changes I made, like I, I picked up Odogwu because I mm-hmm. that looked like a good matchup. I guess I was right. Yeah, that worked out um, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, just like having Ring Rose in my lineup before, or, you know, I didn't have him last week. Yeah. He was back. Um, it just worked out well. I mean, I had to pick up Jameson Gibson Park. Um, that worked out okay, too. So. Um, yeah. And I had to, to, to basically, like, I had to uh, rejigger my, my health forwards. Um, new mm-hmm. Lucy, Lucy's end of new front row, which ended up doing very little for me. Connor Oliver mm-hmm. got 11, which is actually pretty good. That's but, pretty good. Um Oh no, he didn't. That's that's just his total score. Uh, just just <laughs> never kidding. mind. <laughs> um, no, they. I think they all added up to about eleven points total. Okay. The three of them, the, the loose forwards, and the. I didn't. I don't start a lock. No, I didn't so, start one either. I, I decided that that was a position I was willing to right. throw. It helps throw so much with depth. It's not that you're. You know, you might be missing out on a couple points here and there per week, 
but you'll make it up on yeah, the back unless end you have unless you have a solid one that you can absolutely 100 lean on which exactly right now there was only a couple so i wasn't really willing to throw my you know to sacrifice an ob for a lock like exactly nah. like i'm not going to cut james low yet I'm, I'm gonna hold on to him for now yeah might come in um, handy in a, mil- a little while here right um yeah i had i have I have shoes in all, and I am so ready to ditch him. He's not done well, despite the team he plays for, just doing almost nothing. Very, very invisible on the field for for them, even in games they're scoring a shitload of points. So that's that's not going to happen for me. Um, but we do return to the Prem this week for Champion Yanks League. Um, so TRM, Anton is leading the way. Justin's holding up the rest of the crew after his unfortunate illegal lineup. Oops mm. about that. Um, I'm sitting middle of the table. Ben's right behind Justin, not too far. Although the difference between um, first and second is uh, first and um, fifth is about a buck 40, which isn't a lot. Yeah. No, depending on, yeah, depending on how things shake out. Yeah. Um, so um, it can be, you know, we're only three weeks in. We got lots of time to make up here. This, yeah. None of these. It's just helpful to have these points now. Yeah. Um, Get your points now comes, because you don't want right. to know what happens later. Yeah. It's there's There's been a couple of seasons where I've been like, man, if it wasn't for that, if I got 500 points instead of like 380 this one week um, right. that, that were there, right there for me. Um, yeah. That's the difference in the end. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then matchups in the return to um prem frd uh it's going to be carrick and justin uh i get a get to take my shot at mark <laughs> although i got a couple of buys i gotta deal with now that sucks um mm. it's gonna be ben and anton mm-hmm. and then uh it'll be george and duncan see if george can get off the schneid in premiership now as well because he's still sitting on a duck if i remember right so all right um well it's going to be. Yes, confirmed. George is 0 3 in the Champions League. Ooh, sorry, George. Okay. Um, it's start or sit time. And um, Ben had a little bit of work taking off his plate. I did it anyway. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Wish I could tell you that it was worth it, but it wasn't. Ah. <laughs> um, but which means I'll, I will actually lead us off. Um, Harlequins and Bristol at the Stoop. Um, at least Quins don't have to go too far. Uh, Quins are middling to tough in fantasy, uh, especially more so in FRD. Uh, mostly soft in the pack, though. So for Bristol, the guys that I'm clamping my eyeballs are are Ben Earl. He's back. Get him back in your lineup. Go, 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 mm. go. Now, now, now. Uh, TRM and FRD, absolutely. Um, we talked about him before, and I want to talk about him again. Bubbles! Uh, Mr. Burn, Burn, get him in there. He, he, get him in your TRM lineup. Um, go. He's a, he's definitely worth it, and he's not too. He's not super expensive either. Um, and this might be a week to give Nathan Earl. Uh, uh, excuse me, Nathan Hughes a whirl. You think? But, um, he's been a little bit paperweighty-ish. He has but, been. Uh, again, uh, Quins are a little soft in, in the pack, so this might be the time to to roll it out there. Um, the rest of the Bristol front row, I don't trust right now. Uh, apart from Sinclair, but I believe Sinclair's hurt, so that's mm-hmm. not really helpful. And other than that, so meh. Um, Andy Yearn took a bang uh, mm-hmm. in in uh, warmups last week, so I don't like that at all. So even if he's in, I would, yeah, nope, nope. He's not playing the full forty by any or full eighty by any means whatsoever. So that 
that scares me off of him right away and probably means he's also not going full tilt which is less than ideal so mm-hmm. uh bank on harry randall being the starter and if he's not then he's coming in uh, a lot quicker than you're probably going to like if you have if you have yarn and then Alpate Leua has not done a lot for me TRM wise. He's probably okay no. if he starts FRD in FRD because eh. he's still not a terrible option. He's an OB, so it is what it yeah. is. But that's yeah, you it's could do disappointing. worse. Yeah, yeah, you could do worse though. Um, yes, you could be that possibly that Henry Purdy role. Let's see how that goes. Um, as far as Bristol go, they are top four in both for- formats. Um, so managers beware. Flankers in back row um, do well against them in TRM. Tens do well against them in FRD. Oh, what a coincidence. Don't we have a couple of those guys in this matchup for Quinn? A little bit. bit. (laughs) Marcus Smith, absolute go. He's been disappointing in in Champions Cup FRD, but give him him a whirl. Uh, Glenn Young is kind of the – is Stefan Levis now, more or less? Yeah, pretty much. Um, So if you have him, yep, that's a a go. He's he's probably only 180 or so. um, Yeah in trm so that's probably not a terrible signing if you need a second row eligible player um scott baldwin just seemed to keep ticking along in trm he's he's usually one of their higher scores he's getting like 30 ish a match or so that's mm-hmm. definitely worth starting he's 220 odd uh for your budget so could be worse could be worse um the aforementioned danny care <laughs> he's He's a little scary in TRM, but FRD, he might be worth – you probably drafted him as your starter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go. Give it a go. Um, Joe Marshall didn't do too well this past weekend in midfield. No. And it makes me a little terrifying mm-hmm. considering he's got C.L. Piatow sitting across from him along with Piers O'Connor, who are both probably going to plug that leak, as it were. Um, TRM, he should do what he should do fine. He usually does. But FRD, if you can find another starter in the midfield, stay away. And for whatever reason, James Chisholm is fairly highly owned, and I have no idea why. Me neither. I mean, like five percent or up, which is what which is what the standard I was looking at. Eh, just a whole lot of eh out of him usually. So I would just pass on that. So are we on to? Are we finally on to me yet? Yeah, you finally get to talk. <laughs> All right. So we are looking at which one. Uh, sorry, get get lost. Bath versus London Irish. There you go. Um, for Bath, uh, you, you know their their front row is going to lay up some points. Um, there's then there's a lot of points on offer from uh, uh, from the London Irish. So um, go with their front row. Any you know in, in FRD and in TRM, yeah, pick up you know the Obano, all of them. Even if it's Walker, um, they're gonna they're gonna put up points. So so don't be afraid to start them if you got them um, as well. Uh, Sam Underhill has shown something else uh, in the Champions Cup, and I, I don't see Quite that well. there's any reason yeah. that they they won't use him in the same fashion now. Um, and same for Zach Mercer; those are guys that I think they they kind of have to be on the field, and if they're on the field, they should be on your team. Love that dude. Um, as far as sits, Ben Spencer has not been producing too many points. No, it's been disappointing. He's not been running so much, so uh, he's it's just not not not. Not producing the way uh, you'd want it to, so um, I would see, I would start looking at other options. Um, FRD, kind of have to maybe get stuck with him, maybe keep him mm-hmm. on your bench, but but find a different scrum half if you can, um, who will get you some more points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all your outside backs that 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 are not named for McConaughey, just just leave them alone. Fair enough, leave them alone. Um, and then also whoever's at six that are, isn't scoring too 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 often. So mm-hmm. once again. 
for for Beth, leave, leave them. On the other side, uh, the the Irish front row, Beth are, are solid defending front rows, but I think the Irish are pretty much matchup proof as it relates to to scoring points uh, from their front row. Out of them, who knew <laughs> they have runners? So um, use them. And the outside backs, uh, Bath are eleven in both format. Um, oh, and nines. Sorry, Bath are, are eleven in both formats versus nines. So, okay. um, whoever's whoever's starting at nine for Irish, uh, give them a go. Yay, Nick Phipps. And as far as sits, um, whoever's at ten, twelve, and six for for the Irish, mm-hmm. uh, just just sit them down. Don't bother. Yeah, probably Meeks and PJ at that point. Yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, right, Exeter and Gloucester. Whew, rough, rough one to come off of for mm. for Gloucester. They're on such a high, and they got to go to Sandy Park. Uh, Cherry and Whites are a middle of the pack fancy matchup, especially weak against back row and back three in TRM. Uh, front row, fly half, and outside backs in FRD. Uh, There's some pretty name, pretty good names. Scotland captain Stuart Hogg is back. Mm. If he's not in your lineup, especially in FRD, you're drunk. Go home. Um, Facundo Cordero, if he's in there as well, hopefully, I'd really like to see Cordero or Flaherty and him all in the same lineup. That would be amazing, and that would be a back three I would pay a lot of money to watch. So, I think Rob Baxter would get off on torturing us by not giving us that. He though. probably will, it's probably I think true. He would, I think he would love to do that himself, but he mm, knows how, how much. How, how can I fuck with people today? I right. know I'm gonna name Ian Witten on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly what he's going to do. You watch. Uh, But if Cordero's in, you're still playing him. So go ahead. And (laughs) then Exeter front row has almost become matchup proof. Like they are just, again, this is a team on a tear. Look out. So, uh, yeah, whether it's Cowan Dickey or Yandel in there or Hepburn or the absolute batshit crazy Harry Williams. um, Yeah. Go ahead and do that. And for the, uh, the the wrong side of the coin here, stop playing jack monder he's not good at fantasy he's a fine fancy he's a fine player he's not a good fantasy option he gets like minus points at scrum half without screwing up that much like that's how little he does like just no no more no more bad (laughs) okay uh i promise you um the internationals are back so it's time to ditch Mm. don Armin. yeah you know he was great while he was there while they were in there but just but the johnnies are back yeah, great. Gray's back, Hill's back, Skinner's back. Like, yeah, and Vermeulen's eventually going to become come healthy a little bit here. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just uh, say bye bye to Don Don Armin. Thanks for playing, Don. We <laughs> like you and all, but nope, you're done. And then um, you go in Yon, the Kvesic hole. What what happened? He he goes in the Kvesic hole. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, oh, great forward. You don't get to play. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, Giannis Kirsten just been. Super meh in TRM. Yeah. Not uh-huh. a terrible price, but just super meh. Um, he's a lock <laughs> in FRD, so I'm rolling him out there anyway. Still been meh. He's still you know, been meh. St- but you know what? It's meh all the time for locks. Yeah. So you play him on the off chance that he's gonna go boom as a loose he's forward. Not run- they're not like so. The thing is, they're that he might be a loose forward, but they're not using him as a runner. And that's really where the the points he'll score. Like if he's not scoring a try, he's not scoring anything. Yeah. So there, that's the problem. You you want to get guys who actually run with ball in hand. Like you know, as we talked about Glenn Young, um, you know, just because they're a flanker, looking the Nick Ezekwe, you'd think that as a, as a a flanker he'd get more points, but he doesn't really. 
Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind him so much though. I'm not in this situation, at least where mm-hmm. locks locks are just you know. Yeah, <laughs> any lock with a pulse is usually worth a damn. <laughs> right. On the other side of, the, of it, um, the double champs are the toughest outfit in fantasy land in both formats. E, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are bottom floor for uh, in fly half um, in tier and non top four in centers in TRM uh, FRD fly. Fly half, front row, and loose forwards, they're not quite as intimidating. They're not top four. They're not bottom four, but they're not top four either. So at least it kind of gives you a, a, a glimmer of hope to find some some light. Um, Lloyd Evans is playing really well. I'd play him. I'm okay with yeah. it. He's he's mm-hmm. attacking the line. He's doing all the things you want um, as a good 10, in, in especially in FRD. Uh, Chris Harris, he's back, mm-hmm. and he's beating defenders. Even if he doesn't do much else, he'll beat some defenders and get you some points that way. Right. Um, carrying the ball right quite there. well. He wants the ball. That's the other thing. He wants the ball. He's like, give me the ball. I'm carrying this thing forward somehow. I don't know how, but I'm going to get it forward. Um, Jack Singleton, absolutely worth it. I know I know he's going against a really tough outfit, but if he's in your if he's on your squad, don't be scared to play him. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever the fuck is playing halfback. Joe Simpson's hurt, I think, right now. Exeter have a minus against halfbacks in FRD right now. That's not good. That is the, that is the equivalent of sale against the front rows last year. That's not good. So bench your halfback against (laughs) Exeter. So if you're going to get cute and try and pick up Barney, try again. Um, Ruin Ackerman just doesn't do it for me right now. No big old bag. Nope. Um, And he's not doing it lately. Ollie Thorley. He's not. Uh, it's really disappointing, and I love the kid, and we know, and we know how much we love Ollie Thorley. So FRD, you probably are great to play him because he, this is somebody that you probably burned a high pick on, um, and he could go go for a run, but he just, yeah, you probably have some better options in TRM. So I would uh, I'd steer clear of Thorlow for this matchup, especially. On to Northampton versus Worcester. Um, loads of points on offer here. Um, Lewis Ludlam is producing right now for, for Northampton, mm-hmm. so uh, he's he's on form. So in TRM, you should be on your team. Um, and FRD, if you can get him, get him. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the midfield of, of Hutchinson and Proctor, I'm assuming, is what it will be. Uh, should should uh, produce some points too. Yeah. Um, and bigger at fly half now that he's back. Um, for sits, the big names: uh, Furbank, Courtney Laws. Mm. not fantasy producers no uh courtney laws is is a paperweight so don't know that's a heavy paperweight <laughs> it is so so leave them alone um and then whoever's at eight um mm. Aidendorf, maybe there I, those yeah, are the two that have uh, been playing there the most right um neither one of them are pretty and then on the other side uh worcester basically the, the northampton are are giving up fantasy points no matter the competition, no matter the opponent. Sib, 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 sib. So uh basically start Worcester's entire back line. Um they're still the Northampton are last against nines and tens in both formats in the wow. in the Prem. So Hugard and Weir are tasty matchups. Green light. Um yeah. And again that that whoever's at center I was looking through it was like Venter, yeah. Um Lawrence if he's around, yo yeah. Uh mm-hmm. Then looking out at even at the wings, um, and Tom Howe, who's been producing points, he's these, been pretty they, good. They're, they're 
it's all on offer for them. So, mm-hmm. um, and then even in the, in the forwards, Northampton are bad against flankers. So yeah, basically Elsie, anybody. Lewis, Matt Kvesic, yeah, you Cornel have a Worcester Bria. player, start them. There's, there's no, no season for Worcester this week. <laughs> this might be okay for them. <laughs> yeah. If you got them, play them because mm-hmm. they, they could go off. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the only, the only non-boxing day match, um, the sale. Salem Wasps. Um, yeah, Wasps are actually one of the softest fantasy defenses in both formats, believe it or not. Hmm. They're dead last against hookers and locks and FRD for whatever the hell that's worth. But still, they're, they're, they're finding ways to surrender points, and that's how that goes. Um, JLDP should be a, a green light, especially in FRD. Again, we talked about locks and the guys playing eight. So, yes. <laughs> the word is yes. <laughs> um, AJ, AJ should be back in the lineup. Um, so give him a big old thumbs up. He's done quite well since he's uh, he's emerged as the better 10 of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think it's hard to argue otherwise. Uh, Kobus Visa has been pretty good as well. So um, should be all right to go ahead and give him give him a start. Uh, you know, they're, they're definitely looking for that back five uh, to fill in back there. So I think Visa is going to do just fine. Oh, on the other side, the, the mini Tyrion Tyrion Lancer, Jamie Lancer combination. Doctor Clark, just no, just nope and nope and nope. Like he's not been good in either format. Uh, mm. Minus points a couple times. Just yeah, stay away, stay very away. Um, just not getting it done. Um, Luke James, the fullback. No, definitely in TRM. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and FRD, God, if you're stuck with that, I my apologies to you in yeah. condolences at that. Um, guy's a dick, but he might be a decent fantasy asset in your TRM lineup. John O'Ross is probably okay in TRM, but I would not play him in FRD because yellow cards take such they take a toll, but it takes such a heavy toll in FRD. And unfortunately, he's just a yellow card waiting to happen right now. You know, and that's just how it is happens when you're a dick um sale are still an absolute pain in the ass to go against fantasy wise second in both formats um their p their points against for frd front rows is finally in the positive Mm. (laughs) it sat in the negatives for a good chunk of last year um but yeah still pretty scary um tend to be softer up the middle in both formats um and flanker tr and trm so uh jimmy gopperth keep at it I know he's been a little frustrating for owners and, you know, hasn't quite come good. He will. The, the guy's a professional. He's good. He's going to come good. I promise. Um, either Willis is a go. Mm. Um, I'm all right with that. Jack, Jack especially, but Tom's probably going to be all right too. Um, especially if Sailor surrendering points to loose forwards and back rows. Um, the Wasp front row is fine this week, believe it or not. Um Especially if Barbary is playing yeah, in the in the back row, especially if he's playing. So this is one of those. This is again one of those matchups that you know, on paper it looks scary because of how good Sale usually are against front rows, but they don't go against the front row like this where they have Barbary and potentially Augrave injuries are bad enough um, in the back row. So hey. give it a, give it a whirl. Uh, another guy that's been really disappointing this year, Jacob Umaga, and I know he's picked up a knock, so he might not play. Um, or he's going to play sparingly, just but just no, not quite getting it done for me yet. Uh, need to see it at this point. And I love the kid, but no. Um, Odago at 13 is the place I would say yes in FRD, but I don't know what he's going to do in TRM right now. He might be good, he might not be, especially against the sale outfit. So we'll see. Yeah. 
And then um, because he's also pretty cheap, right? So you yeah. know you don't want him to be a, a light paperweight that you just can't get yeah. rid of. You're just like, ah, oh, I don't really want to get rid of him because he doesn't really give you a whole lot back. Mm-hmm. You know, you do get two transfers, so that can at least add up a little bit, but still. Um, so, yeah, he's probably worth the go in FRD for sure, though. He's done quite well at that. Um, and because tackles count so much, and there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of tackling done in this, Thomas Young's an okay play in TRM, but, man, he's been disappointing in FRD. Yeah, um, anybody that's had him is looking at fours and fives, which is really not what you want from your loose forward. You want like eight, nine plus, mm-hmm. you know, in that. And that's been really, really frustrating. So uh, I would play him only in TRM if you have him. You want to start with start of the week? Start of the week. So uh, this was from one of my matches. Because the opponent is so just porous, in defense um it's going to go to a, a worcester player mm-hmm. and because you know looking at the, the two of them um Hugard is is the the it's it's not just the hair that makes him more aerodynamic and a better runner <laughs> there's other things involved too uh so that's why i'm going to have him as my start of the week because i think that's he's going gonna to be better in both formats than mm. than we will be yeah, probably. <laughs> that he's probably a little faster than Duncan Weir. <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> uh. For my start of the week, uh, ironically, it's on the same team. A big fan of this guy. He's been playing. Uh, he's playing the softest fantasy defense, and he's going to be a big boost for his club. Uh, he'll be g'd up after his first in, in an England shirt. My start of the week for round four in the prem is the big Worcester center Ollie Lawrence. Mm. Also a good good choice. <laughs> going the other way, sits of the week. Mm. Uh, I'm going from. Uh, a match where yeah it's it's one of years where the the defense is just so solid and the guy himself has not really been producing fantasy wise uh so i'm going to go with zach kibberigi uh, mm. because he's got he, again he hasn't been producing well and he's going up against sale uh leave him alone this week tough one tough one to do same position for me um another one not been as good and as we as much as good as we wish he was um fantasy just not been great uh, his fellow youthful back three club has not helped him out at all, really. Um, all having slow starts. Maybe the hex I put on here turns him good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's playing the best fantasy defense out there as well. Not helpful. Mm. Uh, like I said, big fan of this guy, but my sit of the week for round four of the Prem is Gloucester and Wales flyer Lewis Reese Zamet. Mm. Rough one. Yeah. For him. Yeah. He's having a, he's having a tough go. Okay. Um, we got this funny pick em thing where we didn't get any separation last week because the few matches that we picked differently or the one <laughs> match we picked differently got canceled. <laughs> Frustrating. Okay. Let's start uh, with the Boxing Day slate. This will be fun. Love the Boxing Day slate. I, I love watching the, the Boxing Day Premier League too. So it's, I'm going to have devices all over the place here. <laughs> Give me, if you have a device, I'm taking it <laughs> so I can watch as much as possible. sports going on <laughs> sporting. Um, yeah. So let's go to the stoop. Uh, Quinn's in Bristol. Uh, Bristol. Bristol. They're yeah. playing better. Quinn's, yeah. are, are Quinn's kind of need a to bounce back and this is not the spot to get it. No. <laughs> and especially now that Bristol have all their internationals back. Mm-hmm. GD, Earl, Owen Lloyd. Like, yeah. Sorry guys. Um, Bath Irish. Uh, I'm going to take the men at the wreck from Bath. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with the home team there. Yeah, they 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 played a lot better in there in in uh, in that match against um, Scarlets. Yeah, probably should have got the win, but didn't. It, it's only a question mark if about you know if Priestland is you know what his status is if he were if he point, were fully healthy. Okay. Yeah, but I I just don't know if he were fully healthy. Um, it would be no question, but I think with him, I don't know. We don't know his status. Yeah. Um, Somebody give us an injury report, it, damn it. It's not crazy to think the Irish could win. No, it isn't. And they've played a lot better than they have in yeah. years past. So, um, no, there's no. it's not unthinkable to think that already. Oh, Exeter and Gloucester. Ooh, wrong place to go. Wrong team to play, mm. Gloucester. Sorry. Uh, pick the, guy, the guys at Sandy Park, Exeter. Yeah. Um, if this game even happens, who know? I, I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, with that. that's up in the air as well. This, um, this is still but I'm hearing it's some key players for Exeter, so um, I'm not sure that they would be be fit and healthy to go. So if this match kicks off, I'm going to go with Gloucester. Okay, fair enough. All right, um, Northampton Worcester at guard the Gardens. They've played better. And I think this is where they can finally get the fuck off the schneid. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints too because they, they've at least shown, again, that they can score. Mm-hmm. The scoring hasn't been the problem. It's the, the keeping the other guys off, off the board that's been the problem. Mm-hmm. And in this case, they have Worcester who will keep themselves off the board. They find a way to screw up so, all the time. So, so uh, yeah, I, I think the Saints will, will take it. So even though my start, start of the week and, and I'm heavily into starting fantasy-wise, um. I just don't think they're going to yeah, take. Doesn't mean the scoreboard's going to go the right way. Yeah, you're going to you run for a lot of meters. Be... Doesn't mean you're going to put up a lot of points. Right? Didn't we have a matchup a couple of weeks uh, in the last championship round where there was a lot of points put up by one team, and even though the other team played better? Yeah, it sounds. I think it was Bordeaux. I think it was Bordeaux against Saints. Actually, now I think about it. Like Likely. Bordeaux shouldn't have should not have won that match, <laughs> and they still put up more points than right. than uh, than Exeter did, or Exeter, excuse me, Northampton did. Um, to the Sunday match, uh, to the AJ Bell, um, Sale and Wasps. Wasps. I, yeah, same. I, I think Sale are still trying to find their way through this thing. Um, I Wasps mean, they're playing so well right now. Yeah, it's they're, so they're good. good. They're a good team. If if Sale's coaching staff knows what's good for them, they won't start Rob Dupree again. <laughs> yeah, he was not great. He was not great. No, not great at all. All right. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, we got some questions for 100 podcasts, so we can at least have something to talk about, which is great. Nice. Um, keep you, you know, tweet keep at us, it. send it to email, whatever. Um, we'll figure out who's going to ask them this. Maybe, maybe my boss will ask ask them that, or maybe we'll have uh, our good friend George ask them to us or whatever. We'll figure that out uh, when that comes. But yeah, so that'll be. Uh, the weekend of January 23rd ish, somewhere around there, assuming things don't go too tits up somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, fancy ruby podcast at gmail.com. We'll do start sit sheet this the graphic that's coming mm-hmm. Friday. Not that Ben and I are going to have a whole lot else to do because <laughs> uh, I'm off. <laughs> I am very much off. Yeah, I know you're on vacation mode, bro. Um, very much so. Yeah. Um, so other than that, um yeah it, everybody have yourself a safe holiday if you're celebrating this week if, if you were celebrating last week um happy holiday to you um we will uh be back next week with i think uh, an episode that ben and i at least enjoyed quite a bit the festive special um 
Um, and I'm, I think everybody else kind of likes it too. It's a different, it's a different spin. Uh, obviously we'll recap the year because it was batshit crazy. <laughs> um, a lot of bones to pick with you people. Yeah. It was some plenty, plenty of bones. Um, yeah. So we will, we'll be back next week. Um, and then just, you know, final word, Marcos Flegman way, way too early, way too early. So, um, folks give your, give your loved ones a, a, a big tight hug and a big kiss because you never know. Never know. Until we catch you guys next week, we'll have a good one. Later. Cheers.